Welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast for Doctors with Meena Shriram and Chanda Verma. This podcast aims to simplify all aspects of personal finance and help you make smart and informed choices about money so that you can live happier and stress-free lives. Today's episode is brought to you by Chanda Verma, who is a financial coach and vice president with the doctor practice at MFA the only company in india having a dedicated practice for doctors helping them plan and achieve their financial goals established in 2005 mfa is recognized as the most trusted and respected firm in the industry and have built this reputation by always putting their clients best interest above everything and taking care of their money the way they would do it for their parents or best friends over the last 8 years chanda verma has interacted with more than 3000 doctors and has been a speaker at medical conferences and conducted many financial literacy webinars for doctors needless to say she understands the finer most nuances of a doctor's financial life Do listen to this episode and now over to Chanda. Hello. I'm Chanda Verma, Vice President and Financial Coach at MFA. I welcome you all to this episode of our podcast series meant especially for doctors. In today's episode we shall talk about investing in property. Why it can be one of the most common mistake that doctors make and what's the solution? And the icing on the cake is that we have a doctor with us today, Dr. Uddat Kher. Now, property is one of the most loved investment option for most people, and doctors are no exception. Real estate is not just an investment; it's a dream goal for many of us. And why not? Property prices have appreciated over last twenty years. Land is always scarce. People will always want a home, and therefore, you can never go wrong with property investment, right? Maybe not. I have asked this question to many doctors I have met. Why are you so fond of real estate? And here are the most common answers I've got. I'm sure they will resonate with you as well. First, property will always appreciate. It won't lose value. My returns can never be negative. Second, it's safe. Third, I've had a good experience in past with property and I've made money. I'll get a good rental income from it. After hearing this from more than 3000 doctors what i realized is the hidden emotion behind this investment see for most doctors property is a solid asset i can see it touch it it's brick and mortar it's not some stock demat account or a mutual fund statement with paper so there is mental comfort secondly it's a physical asset they are creating which if not them it will go to their kids mostly Thirdly they feel that this is a part of my retirement kitty i can always sell it i can always rent it it will give me some good rental income now generally people think that investing in property gives outstanding returns but the data tells a different story as per the data from nhi residex which is the real estate property index i'm not going to use too much of this jargon but the average 5 year returns from real estate in india from 2015 to 2020 is only 5.5% per year 
even for a city like mumbai which is considered to be the highest growing city it's about 5.5% despite the fact that it has growing population the scarcity of land and we always think in mumbai that the returns will always be high isn't it the truth is that mostly we only hear people saying i bought property for 50 lakhs but i sold it for 2 crores 1 and a half crore profit i made good money this is unfortunately misleading because we are thinking only in absolute terms 1 and a half crore dikh raha hai not on year to year growth over the time of holding the property see a bit of calculation will show that properties which have sold between 2000 to 2014 approximately 10 to 14 year period at that time they would have given a good return maybe 10 to 12% year on year but not any more not in the last many years and going forward this will continue now what used to happen is about a decade ago a lot of doctors used to be able to easily divert their income towards property but with demonetization higher costs higher inventory it is no longer as easy as before and we hear so many doctors say that we are cut off from financial world number crunching does not come easily to me so doctors why is relying on property as your main asset a mistake why would i say that the reasons are number 1 a flat a house or a land is an illiquid asset it cannot be easily sold or bought when needed you cannot sell a portion of a property whenever you require to fund a part of your needs second buying a house is a huge investment various costs are involved the stamp duty registration taxes etc which adds up to almost 5% over and above the cost of the flat due to this huge ticket size the liquidity gets blocked and we put our life savings in it third usually we fund buying a property by taking a loan after paying emis not much surplus is left to invest into anything else we have so many times heard from doctors saying that the initial part of our earning years was spent paying home loan and car emis where is the surplus to save point 4 rental incomes which you depend on they are the lowest in our country i hear so many doctors say i get 1 lakh rental income it's good na but let me put it in perspective a property worth rupees 4 crore let's say in a good area it fetches a rent of 1 lakh that is almost 2% of your property value and you have to pay tax on your rental income so your returns come down to 1 or less than 2% and if you deduct the maintenance that you have to pay the property tax you might be in red it might be zero or negative in financial terms your returns during the last one year of pandemic so many doctors told us that rental income they were depending on is lost properties were left unoccupied unsold there was distress selling this proves that you cannot depend solely or hugely on property to fund your needs i remember this one particular conversation with a well established doctor he said we are not wizards we can't identify good stocks mutual funds etc we don't even have the time or inclination but we understand property it's familiar but understand doctors it is not the identification of stocks or mutual funds or other instruments alone how many doctors have kept quiet after investing in blue chip stocks and reap benefits after 15 20 years you can probably count them on your fingertips but once you buy property you don't keep on checking the property value every few months 
or you don't sell it as soon as markets are turbulent, do you? So what should you do? Three pointers. Number one, primarily buy property for residential or self-use purpose rather than as an investment. See, property is a good investment. One should invest in it, but overexposure is bad. Second, do not go overboard buying two, three more lands, more houses, either for your retirement or for your kids. There are much better tax-effective ways to plan for these. Third, remember, doctors, you need to restrict your investment in property to max 40% of your overall portfolio. To simplify that, let's say your total assets are about 5 crore. Then your property value, all put together, should not exceed rupees 2 crore out of this 5 crore corpus. Else you're in a danger area of illiquidity. Now, there is another interesting twist to the tale here. Recently, when the stamp duty on property was reduced, we saw a lot of doctors asking us if they should invest in a small property. The timing is right. I believe that I'm getting a good price. So the question here really was, should I buy or should I rent, you know, in case I'm looking for a property? In many cases, we helped by doing an analysis. We did a cost and benefit analysis, long-term value versus return, cash flow planning, etc., which gave our doctors a direction on whether it makes sense in their situation for their long-term objective, whether to buy or not. We have with us today, speaking on this crucial decision, one of the popular dentists in Mumbai, Dr. Udat Kher. And why do I have him? Because he is one of the doctor who has dealt with this question and has been very happy with the call he took. Now, we've known Dr. Kher for more than a decade. He's one of those few savvy doctors who believes that financial planning is a necessity for doctors. And he's a very focused investor. He has his clinic, Only Smiles, in Carvest, Mumbai. He specializes in implant dentistry. And he's a consultant oral surgeon and implantologist to the honorary governor of Maharashtra. He's also the director of Impart Education and Academy for Training Dentists. And Dr. Kher is an invited speaker at various symposiums in India and across the world. So Dr. Kher, hi, I'm so glad you're here with us today to share your experiences. And I'm sure it'll benefit a lot of your colleagues. Thanks, Shanda. Thanks for having me over. So Dr. Kher, you had a flourishing practice in one of the best suburbs in Mumbai, Khar. It was a cell phone clinic. But then a few years back, you took a leap and you moved your clinic and to a rental space. So can you tell us what made you think of renting rather than buying, which is a very different thought from other doctors. How did you come to this decision? What was your deciding factor? Right. Chanda, firstly, uh, you know, your initial commentary definitely resonated with me. And a lot of, uh, you know, what you said initially uh, is what I used to think about uh, uh, owning uh, property. Uh, for a few years. So I'm glad, uh, you know, you uh, you spoke about it uh, because it just made complete sense to me. So a bit of my background, uh, like Chanda, you said, I've been practicing in car for uh, about 25 years. Uh, and the space that I was practicing in was quite small. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I think, just about 300 square feet or so. Uh, it was a place that we owned. Uh, so we were quite comfortable over there. Uh, but, you know, I felt the need now to expand and I wanted to actually, uh, you know, add some more associates into my practice. So I needed more space for that. I also needed to invest in some, uh, you know, some more, uh, 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 you know, upgrade and uh, invest in some equipment. Uh, 
yeah, and yeah. for that the 300 square feet space that i had was just uh, insufficient mm-hmm. so at that point in time uh, you know i had to make a decision to uh, you know relocate basically move out of that practice to another space mm-hmm. and uh, needless to say being in that place for 25 years i couldn't have actually uh, you know gone uh, you know a few suburbs away it had to be you know somewhere within the a uh, one or two kilometer uh, 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 you know radius yes. from where i was uh, practicing uh, so when it came to now uh, looking for a space uh, it had to be between uh, you know buying a new space uh, by maybe selling the old place and adding some more corpus to it and uh, buying uh, a new property in that area uh, as against uh, renting it out so when i did a bit of number crunching back then i realized that uh, you know uh, buying a space in that suburb uh, and that to in an area which is perhaps uh, had to be more prime than the uh, area i was practicing in i would really have to shell out a whole lot of money which meant that uh, not only would it have uh, kind of either wiped off my uh, existing savings uh, it would also mean that uh, i would need to take uh, you know uh, again some bank loans and continue paying those emis over the next uh, 10 15 or maybe 20 year uh, period now when i did a little bit of number crunching i realized that uh, you know even uh, conservatively if i had to look for a property which uh, at that time costed about say 5 cr uh, you know i would be looking at uh, just an emi of around 4 to 5 lakhs per month uh, yeah. and when i compared that to uh, the uh, rentals uh, that were prevailing at that time and this is about i think i would say around 6 years ago you know it was a no brainer uh, you know the the rentals were probably uh, one one fourth the uh, emis that i would have to pay uh, every month mm-hmm. having said that if i could actually land up uh, paying that much emi if i could afford to pay that 4 to 5 lakh uh, rupees emi as against you know paying one third or one fourth that uh, as rent what i told myself is the remaining uh, money that uh, i would have paid as emi i'd rather invest it somewhere else you know uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody like mfa and uh, try and gain those uh, you know uh, have that uh, uh, grow over a period of time instead of uh, you know paying the bank and eventually owning that property at the end of the tenure so that was the thought process uh, in my mind uh, uh, this was about 6 years ago and looking at the way things have moved on in the last 6 years i think uh, you know that is still very relevant in today's market but you know emotions play such a big role in such a decision maybe even our biases because you know we have heard doctors where some doctors just say that i would rather own than lease because you know you just like to own things it's not a financial decision it's an emotional one but uh, you're right you know it's never normally possible to precisely forecast what the future real estate market would be and there are so many other factors which uh, influence you know whether we should whether a doctor should lease or own there are local market conditions there are individual risk tolerances like you said uh, you know when when you did the calculation you thought it was better to pay just 2 lakh versus 4 or a 5 lakh um also given you know the fact that how long you're going to be uh, practicing in that location what is the stability of the practice so many things come into uh, consideration when you're taking this decision so uh, so like you said dr khair how has it worked out for you this decision to rent rather than buy now when you look back 6 years ago when you made the decision i'm sure you had doubts in your mind but how how has it panned out for you now yeah chanda of course a lot of doubts and a lot of doubts actually come uh, from speaking to others uh, you know others meaning not experts like you but you know other friends and family and all and you know the usual uh, uh, the usual uh, advice that is given out is you know of course you should uh, uh, you know buy it and not uh, look at renting it out 
but uh, i'm glad i went against some of those uh, uh, those decisions and uh, so far i must say uh, touchwood it's worked out very well for me uh, the practice uh, has grown uh, actually quite exponentially from the time i moved from the uh, old place to the new one and uh, uh, you know of course uh, when i started the first year or two uh, the high rentals used to definitely pinch i mean never used to seeing that kind of outgoings you know every month yeah. in my set practice for 25 years but now seeing that kind of outgoing used to definitely pinch uh, but uh, you know as the uh, years have gone by i have felt uh, it uh, you know less and less of a pinch and uh, now sometimes i regret that i should have actually chosen a bigger space compared to what i opted for 6 years ago so now yeah, i feel oh, you know i wish i had a bigger space i had the courage to look out for something bigger yeah. because now i feel even the space that i have right now seems insufficient so so dr khair when when you know uh, you are a young dentist right you um, uh, why don't doctors usually think of this when when someone like you can think of this who is probably 10 or 15 years into practice when they decided to move why don't doctors usually think of this so yeah i don't know i think it's a traditional mindset that we uh, particularly indians have been uh, you know brought up in uh, you know the mindset has always been to own property to have your own place uh and it takes uh, i think sometimes a lot of courage and sometimes to think out of the box to go against it and particularly i'll tell you amongst doctors and even more specifically with dentists uh, and why this is relevant is because you know dental clinics when one has to set up a dental clinic it actually needs a lot of fixed uh, you know installations uh, that would mean our equipment and lot of civil work you know which is quite cumbersome and once you've done that it's very difficult to undo that if you ever have to relocate right so for that reason to have that peace of mind a lot of uh, dentists resist uh, you know uh, going into a rented premises because they never know when they will be asked to move out of that premises so whereas right. they feel that even if i have a smaller place even if i have a place which is not in a very prime area i'd rather uh, you know stay fixed over here because uh, there's nobody is going to push me out of this place right. so that is yeah so that is the peace of mind that uh, many uh, are looking for i would say it's a calculated risk that one would take to move to a rented place uh, uh, you know because uh, you know you have to assume that the place that you rent the owner is going to let it out for a long period of time and from what i've heard especially uh, when i speak to uh, uh, you know real estate uh, agents and brokers they usually tell me that uh, you know anybody who owns a property would rather rent it out for a longer period of time to a doctor than to anyone else uh, most uh, doctors and dentists i personally know of don't think that way uh, purely like i said because of uh, you know uh, the upbringing and the traditional mindset yeah and they look at it as an as an investment for retirement isn't it and there are Uh, that's the thought they have isn't yeah, it yeah absolutely they look at it as an investment uh, you know something that they will use it for the retirement but uh, you know i really don't know i mean uh, again when i look at it i'd rather uh, you know when i retire have uh, you know sufficient amount of uh, you know liquid assets in my uh, uh, in my uh, bank account instead of uh, having a property which i will eventually have to sell and uh, liquidate during the requirement but yeah that is again one way of uh, why why people like to invest in property when you made that point you also have to take into account factors such as taxes right maintenance the emi burden over so many years so that also usually we realize that doctors don't think about it so um, um, i know for a fact that you know um, you are a mentor to a lot of young surgeons who look up to you for advice and you have advised uh, uh, younger dental surgeons who've come to you on you know what should you do and how should they grow their practice so what is your advice to them 
uh yeah actually you know uh, surprisingly uh, after i made this move about 6 years ago i've had so many of my uh, friends and colleagues and uh, you know uh, actually calling me up and firstly asking me why i took this decision and secondly they actually were thinking about it themselves but uh, didn't uh, really have the conviction but really my advice would be that uh, number one of course if you can afford a, a space where you can buy it a space of your choice in a prime location by all means go ahead and buy it you know but if it means that you're going to need to really shell out uh, high emis which are going to add to your uh, stress uh, in life then it's really not worth it in which case uh, you know renting out a property would be a better decision simply because of the uh, calculations and also the like i said earlier the money saved uh, on the emis can be money that can be invested elsewhere right and that money is also going to grow uh, over a period of time in which uh, you can uh, use not necessarily for your retirement but somewhere even before that if uh, there is a sudden need for uh, uh, you know any funds or anything that you require for any other purpose so you have the flexibility to uh, you know use those funds uh, elsewhere instead of uh, uh, you know you uh, having a property which you can't uh, uh, liquidate uh, when you're choosing a rented property there are lots of factors that you need to consider uh, uh, one of the uh, i would say a slightly risk uh, involved over here Uh, would be uh, what is always there in people's mind is what uh, if the owner decides to sell and what if you need to relocate uh, or what if the building suddenly goes into redevelopment and now you need to move out so while you are uh, you know searching for a space you need to keep these few factors in mind about uh, the owner's uh, uh, mindset whether you are likely to have this place for an extended period of time whether that building is going to have any change in plans uh you know are they going to be are they likely or of course you can't predict it but could there be some disputes that might uh, uh, eventually uh, not work in your favor uh, so these are a few risks one has to be uh, mentally prepared uh, to take this little risk and while you're taking this risk of uh, so called risk of maybe moving into a rented property one of the advices would be to keep uh, you know all your interior work as well as your uh, uh, equipment Uh, in such a way that if god forbid a few years down the line you need to relocate uh, that whole relocation process should not be uh, very very complicated actually your your you have put your money where your mouth is because um, your wife dr minakshi is uh, also one of the finest pediatric dentists in the country and she also had her independent practice in lokhandwala mumbai that's right um, she also went through this dilemma whether i should move to another area for my practice and build it up there and should i buy or rent right and that is again where you helped her take the decision it was her decision but you helped her so you you is there anything particular there because it's all a part in the family right so right. but your rental is higher your savings get impacted so how how did you help her make that decision well i think in a way that decision came a little easier because of past experience so uh, you know having seen me do this few years ago uh you know and the time now came for her to do something similar because she also wanted to move out of her existing uh, space where she's been practicing for over 20 years and move to a you know maybe a nicer uh, uh like nicer location a little bit more uh, up market a little more posh and where she will be able to again uh, upgrade uh, some of her equipment so when that decision uh, time came uh, we were also in that dilemma again whether to sell the old place and you know uh, uh, invest in a new property or look at a rental option and again after 6 years when we did the number crunching again we were back to the same story that i was 6 uh, years ago uh, that uh, buying versus selling uh, sorry buying versus renting uh, is still there's a huge gap between the two uh, so that made the decision a little easier uh, 
Uh, the other decision, again, of course, from her point of view was she is not used to paying that kind of high outgoings, you know, which will be monthly rentals. In her existing practice, she is quite comfortable, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the cash inflows were good. She was able to save adequate. But now her fear was uh, what would happen? Would she have to now shell out uh, so much uh, in rentals? But uh, I think eventually we just discussed it over and over again and uh, we kind of realized that, uh, you know, when you're, especially doctors uh, who are in, uh, right, say, right now in the peak of their career, for them to move, uh, uh, you know, a location to a better location is only going to increase their practice, right? Uh, you know, at worst, yeah. it's, it may remain as, as uh, let's say, as it was right now. But that's literally the bottom line. It can't get lower than that. If at all, it will only improve from there on. So if there is a scope for improvement, why not use that, uh, you know, uh, added uh, uh, added income that uh, one will make from a new place and use that effectively to pay the rentals and just start uh, working in a much better environment in a, a nicer, newer place, uh, which will, I'm sure, over a period of time attract, uh, uh, you know, newer clients and practice, practice would grow. Great. I'm so thankful that you've been so candid about, you know, all your doubts and the queries you had and, and the thought process that you went through. I'm sure it wasn't an easy decision as it's not for anybody. So as doctors, uh, we understand the importance of specialists. Uh, and just like we are specialists in our fields, uh, you know, people like you, uh, Chanda, and uh, the other uh, others in MFA are also specialists uh, in the field of goal-based planning. Uh, you know, the chat that I had uh, with you and, uh, you know, with Minakshi and I, the chat that we had with you, that actually provided so much clarity on what kind of financial decision we should take. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, discussions like this that uh, kind of give you uh, the confidence, especially when you're speaking to, uh, you know, the right kind of advisor. Uh, you know, one uh, mistake that I've seen a lot of my colleagues uh, make is they usually take all these financial decisions by discussing it with their chartered accountant. But I think more than a chartered accountant, you know, uh, a right kind of a, a financial coach uh, would be a, a great option, uh, you know, especially for uh, doctors like us uh, who, uh, whatever said and done, have, uh, you know, a limited knowledge in the field. So um, thank you, Dr. Kher. Thanks a lot, Chanda. It was my pleasure. And I really felt happy about uh, chatting on a subject which is not my domain. <laughs> <laughs> over, over the last few years, I'm just so involved in uh, lecturing and speaking in dentistry. So to speak on something which is completely uh, you know, out of my subject, it was, uh, it was fun uh, chatting with you. So I think uh, that was a beautiful conclusion, Dr. Kher. And I'm sure lots of doctors are now going to reach out to you after this to take your help. So to summarize this podcast, number one, do not overinvest in property. Limit it to 40% of your overall asset value. Number two, buy property primarily if it's for end use, whether commercial or residential. The future returns in property are not going to be as good as in the past decade or so. That's how India is changing. And third, remember that renting or buying is a business decision not make it an emotional one. You have to think of operating costs, tax implications associated with both these choices. Keep in mind your career timelines, the market conditions, and that will help you discover the right way to go for you. Get calculations done by your advisor. Just like Dr. Kher said, you know, it always makes sense to pay a lower outgo, to have a lower outgo and create assets in a more liquid manner, which otherwise your entire liquidity would get sapped if you go the EMI way. 
but do this cal calculations for yourself. Take a help of an advisor. This brings us to the end of this episode. But stay tuned for our next one on another topic which would be most relevant to you doctors. Be safe, be secure. Thanks for joining in. Take care. God bless. You were listening to the Personal Finance Podcast for Doctors with Chanda Verma. If you find this podcast relevant and interesting, it will be great if you leave a review, share, like, subscribe and share it with other doctors. You could also let us know if there is any specific topic that you would like us to cover. For any queries or help, you can get in touch with MFA's doctor practice team at 959-406-2326. That is 959-406-2326.